Just hurl it, lob it, thrust it and fling. Just heave it, toss it, chuck it and sling. Just hurl it, lob it, thrust it and fling. Just heave it, toss it, chuck it and sling. And now, just throwing it out there with Seth and Noah. Hi, everyone. Hello. Uh, welcome to Just Throwing It Out There Live. I'm Seth. Hi, Noah. Um, this is really exciting. It is. We've always wanted to do a live episode. Yeah, we have been talking about that for a long time. That's not just something we're saying. Um, I don't know. Sorry. And we, uh, we got word from the network that uh, we could do a live episode on a couple conditions. So we have a network executive here to uh, tell us what, yeah, what, what the rules are. Uh, yeah, this is also, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, welcome all. network executive. Hello, uh, it's me, Bryn DePayne from your network. Brenda Payne from the Umbrella Network, yes, uh, Slophouse Media. Yeah, we're very familiar. And I am here to tell you Comcast. that if your ratings don't go up, 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 you're going down, down, down. So we gotta have a really good, a really good episode. <laughs> we got about, we got about 60 people in the audience tonight. Yeah, around. 60. Around 60. You round up. Thank you for coming. Um, yeah, uh, we, we want to make sure we do a good show. What are some tips from the network about Yeah, guidelines. Uh, sex it up. Okay, we can do that. We did that but not already. too much. Okay. <laughs> okay. For, for all you, uh, audio-only listeners, Seth and I are wearing suits for the um, first time in our lives. No, well, yes. Uh, so that's a, that's a step we've taken to sex it up. Uh, and, uh, no clowning around. Oh. Did you guys write a script? Yeah. yeah. Great script. Yep. Uh-huh. Great script. So we'll stick All to right. the script that we submitted to standards and practices. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, my last tip is bring the funk. Oh. <laughs> we can do that. Yeah, I know how to do that. We can bring the funk. Kind of. Those are my three big tips. Well, thank okay. you. Sex it up, write a script, bring the funk. Thank you. Uh, Looks like if we don't Brenda Payne Brenda from Payne. Umbrella Networks. From Umbrella Networks. Brenda right. Payne, everybody. Good luck. Thank you. Would you like to introduce the first, our first guest? Uh, I would. Uh, our next, our first guest is uh, she is uh, part of the NPR network. She's a podcaster, just like much like us. So we thought she'll already know what to do. We don't have to tell her what to do. So let's bring her on. Uh, please welcome Cindy May Sherman. Cindy May Sherman. Hello. Hello. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well. Uh, my name is Cindy May Sherman, and from WBZ Chicago, this is just throwing it out there. That's amazing. Oh, wow. I've always, wanted to, to Chicago. I've always wanted to hear what it would be like if we were on NPR. Me too, that's why I'm using this as my reel. What? What? I'm not an NPR yet, but I plan to be, so... You told us you were on NPR. That was miscommunication. This is and the I way. would know, I was a communications major in school. Where did you go to school? Here. At Ithaca College? 
Well, I just graduated in 2014. <laughs> oh, just graduated in 2014? <laughs> I'm still a kid. Okay. You're kidding because you're 30 these days. So. Ah, you're right. 30 is the new 20. So what, where are you working now that you're not actually at NPR where we uh, thought you were and that's why we booked you? Well, you know, that's an interesting story. It all began on graduation day when I threw my cap into the air. It fell down and sorted my dreams of being a reporter immediately out of college. So I work at Mockingbird Paper here in comics. <laughs> that's a great story. Yeah, that's a nice story. It's fun. Uh, what, are you, what are you doing to advance your career, other than trying to lie your way onto student podcasts? I was going to say mainly this. Um, listening to podcasts. Learning the craft. Craft. What's your favorite podcast? Um, probably This American Life. Why? I mean, you can't top it. It's the podcast. Actually, you know what? I take that back. It's Serial. Season two. <laughs> oh, specifically the Bo Bergdahl season? Yes. Where nothing really happens and it's kind of a... I, if I could bow down with one celebrity... It'd be Sarah Koenig. Oh, I thought you were going to say Bo Bird. I thought you were going to say Ira Glass. Um, <laughs> I'm say super celebrity. <laughs> she has a point. She has a point. So, what are what are your favorite what are your favorite things to report on? Um, crime, poverty, punishment, um, novels, the environment, the government. Corruption in any form, just fun stuff. So, pretty much everything. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, I really like to do um, a bunch of stories on one topic. Oh, so, like a like a series, like a like an, an anthology. Yeah. So, what are you working on something right now? This. <laughs> what do you mean? Okay. I am working on something right now, actually. Uh, if you're wondering about my pitch. Sure, I mean, I mean yeah. yeah, if you're ready to pitch, we're ready sure. to hear it. Okay, so... Well, for everyone who doesn't know how this works, just throw it out there, it's a pitch-based podcast. They come on. All of our guests, they have to pitch something. Yeah. Please, we'd love to hear your pitch. Um, you know, I saw... The way, the way that we see the world is through lenses, right? That's how we digest everything see through any okay. kind of critical lens. So oh. I thought, why not make lenses? From okay. Warby Parker and NPR, I'd like to present Ira Glasses. Oh. With the technology of Google Glass, we're going to change the world. With the technology of Google Glass? It's a and similar. And Warby Parker, well, Warby Parker and would, NPR. Warby Parker would provide the frames. It's a similar technology to Google Glass. And it's all about NPR. So, so with Google Glass, you can be like, what's anything, right? And it'll tell you. So can you do that with these? Sort of. It's like you pick a show that you want to look at the world from. So like This American Life, just be regular. Just be glasses, pretty much. Because, <laughs> you know, you're looking in America and you're like, oh, this is America. How would it work for other NPR shows? 
Um, How would that specific one work abroad? Oh, hmm. <laughs> that's a great question. <laughs> or in Canada? Um, it makes the streets paved with gold. And it's a McDonald's on every corner. Oh, just like America. Just and like America. And a Starbucks, okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's going to be a wait, wait, don't tell me app. How's that, how's that one work? Um, it turns everything into a question. <laughs> so it just makes you more confused about things? Well, it's inquisitive. It makes you question the world, you know, see it from a different angle. Okay, I don't know. That's good. Uh, that's interesting. You know what Seth, Seth is it? Yeah. We have too much hate in the world already. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, why don't you practice a little Maybe. kindness? <laughs> to what are you referring to? I've never listened to NPR. <laughs> no. Don't you know there's a war out there? Radio I, Lab. I do, Radio I do. Lab. Car Talk with Click and Clack. I only like... Tappet Brothers. I only like the Tiny Desk concerts. That's what I like. Farewell fam. If I put the glasses on, how would I watch a Tiny Desk concert? You wouldn't have to watch it on your computer, that's for sure. Now, if you go to a real concert with these, and put the... It's all songs considered that has the Tiny Desk concert. It just puts a tiny desk in front of the concert you're ready. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's a cool effect. I like that. Augmented reality. Yeah. Mm, that's big. Are you bringing the Tabith Brothers back? I know one of them died, and then they ended the show. Um, like, is it like a VR, CGI, like a hologram thing? Like or Tupac? CGI, the other one, like they did with Paul Walker in The Fast and the Furious. Okay. But with audio. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Or like they did with the... That one actor in Rogue One, I don't remember what his name is. He's dead now. The guy that He's brought the note to Dead Care Fisher. The little chip that they got put in U2, R-U2-D2? No. Not the band U2. No, he's, he's an imperial, he's a high-ranking imperial officer. Oh, that, that Vader, that Vader, that Vader like, uh, Chewbacca. That Vader strangles. C-3PO. Uh, no. I'm no, he's, in the, he's like a Death Star officer. Is it? It doesn't matter. Is it Ray? Continue. No, continue with your pitch, please. I'm sorry. Maybe it's like a Star Trek character that he doesn't think we no, know. No, I don't like Star Trek. <laughs> no, I don't. Would your glasses fix Star Trek for Seth? He's got like a, like a, like a bee in his bonnet on Star Trek. Um, it would turn Spark, Spock, Spock into Ira Glass. Um, okay. Would you be more interested if Spock was Ira Glass? I don't know if I would be less interested, but I don't think I'd be more interested. For, for consuming media through the glasses, it just, you know, if we don't already have a program for it, it just turns all the actors into Ira Glass and puts a tiny desk in front of them. Oh, okay. Across the board. Across the board. So if you were watching Star Trek with the Warby Parker and NPR Google Glass glasses, Ira Glasses, and you were watching Star Trek, everyone would be Ira Glass, and there'd be a tiny desk. Yes. The tiny desk doesn't obscure anything, though. It's, it's tiny. It's tasteful. It's tiny. <laughs> uh, so... If I was watching sports, like a basketball game, would all the players be Ira Glass? Yes. I love that. That'd be very interesting. That'd be very interesting. What are sports players, but actors on a stage? Okay. That's what I find. Gladiators. Um... So, have you talked to NPR about this? Yeah, have you gotten clearance? 
Because I know we know you said you're not actually part of them. About this? About the, about the about product the, that you're pitching. I can't imagine they're not going to be on board. <laughs> Have you secured technology to make this, or is this just like a prototype in your head? Um, so I got, you know, it, the way Warby Parker works is they send you glasses to your home so you can like try them on. And you're supposed to send them back so that they can put your prescription in them, but I just kept them. How many? Five. Okay. okay, if you have 500 Warby Parker stolen glasses. They kept sending you glasses after you didn't return the previous one? I mean, in different names. <laughs> Same address. Oh, okay. Same address. And they just don't care? Haven't noticed? I mean, I'm not the only one doing it. I learned it from the forums. That's how, that's how you get the most glasses for your book. Which glasses forums do you follow? Uh, Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I died. I don't know. <laughs> Ever heard of it? Maybe it was like warbyparker.com slash forum. You can't cheat the system on the system. Yeah, come on. You never cheated the system before? No. I always do it on the system. Yeah. You're not doing it right. Clearly. So, so you want to be a reporter, and you invented these glasses. How do these glasses help you report the news better? <clears throat> it helps other people see me report the news better. Go on. That's how it helps me report the news better. And how do people watching you report the news make you a better news reporter? I just want attention. <laughs> oh, see, that might be at the root of this whole thing. Okay. Did you, did you, were you in plays in high school? <laughs> I was the chorus. You were the you chorus, chorus? Or you were the whole chorus? Well, I was the chorus freshman year, but I became stickers. And how did that, how did that feel? Um, did you want to be stage director? Or you wanted to still be on the stage? No comment. <laughs> okay, so you definitely wanted to be still on the stage. That's slander. But they wouldn't Excuse me. accept her as part That's of the slander. Thing, so they said, it's like you're supposed to get cut from the basketball team and then you become the manager. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes total sense to me. Some people want to be the manager, look nice during the game, wear a tie, write in the book, have a McDonald's on the way home with your friends, even though you can't play basketball, because you don't understand the rules. Also, you were too busy going to gymnastics. Okay. Okay, would you, so let's say, let's fast forward 10 years. You're, you're, you're working with a local newspaper, you're doing, you're loving your job. And you get a call from This American Life, and they say, Ira Glass is dead. We want you to be stage manager. We already found a different Ira Glass. <laughs> Would you do it? No one can replace Ira Glass. <laughs> Would you be the stage manager dead? equivalent? Dead? No, no, he's not really dead. We were just baking a hypothetical. No, would you be the stage manager? Would you be the, let's say Ira Glass is still alive. Would you be the stage manager for Ira Glass, but not ever get to be on air? I believe they call that production coordinator. Can I be Ira Glass? No. Well. Well. You would have to. Not in this hypothetical situation. Okay. Explain. Uh, like they keep a big glass wall between you two. You can see each other and you can talk to each other, but there's no like greetings. No, like, I can't say hello. Nice to meet you. But the glass separates me and Ira. Yeah, it's like a. Making it. An iron glass. glass. That's right. Worth it. Worth it. <laughs> okay. 
Um, so what are your future? What's your future after uh, the? Are you gonna take this pitch somewhere else? Are you gonna try to get it actually built? Are you gonna? Are you gonna talk to NPR about it maybe? Um, or are you just gonna maybe pick up something new? I've been sending NPR a lot of letters. Okay. Can you give us a gist of what the letters say? Um, well, they're they're very long. Also, I've been sending them just like packages of like spices and herbs. They probably think that's anthrax. I feel very strongly about it. They probably don't open those. Then um, I guess they're missing out on a business opportunity, aren't they? I mean, I guess so. They can't ignore me forever. <laughs> Have you ever thought about taking a little field trip down to Washington, D.C.? I'm not made of money. You've been to D.C., sir? Yeah, I've been. Eighth grade class school trip. Where'd you go? To D.C. Yeah, but like where specifically? <laughs> All the museums. There's a lot. Which ones? Big Lincoln. Big Lincoln? You went to Big Lincoln? <laughs> you know yeah, Big, I Lincoln? Saw Big Lincoln? I also saw Big Lincoln. Also in eighth grade. I stood in front of it, made someone take my picture so it looked like I was holding him up. I think I was wearing the same winter coat I wore today. I did the same thing, but with the Washington Monument. Except also with my penis. <laughs> what do you? What's your nickname for the Washington Monument? Uh, I call it the Clinton Monument. <laughs> because Bill Clinton's a big penis. Because Bill Clinton's a womanizer. Yeah. Okay. Bill Clinton's always whipping that dick. That's probably more true than we know. <sighs> okay. Um, people died making the Washington Monument, and uh, people died while Clinton was president. It's. It's insensitive to talk about them without knowing their stories. Do you know their stories? Would you like to tell us one of those people's stories yeah, about the building of the Washington Monument? Can someone play some light jazz for me? Well, add it in post. <laughs> I don't know how to play light jazz. Okay. Um, Bernie Mann was 24 years old when he started building the Washington Monument. He went to school for architecture, but dropped out because his brother got sick. He tried to climb it up, but then he fell down. <laughs> how, how far did he fall? Far enough that it killed him. But how far? This is detail-oriented journalism. We're trying to make you a better journalist. Yeah. A journalist, not a mathematician. Do you have any other stories of any other people that worked on Washington? Just the one? <laughs> okay. Any stories the of people person. dying uh, building Big Lincoln? Well, I mean, the most important one of all. Big Lincoln himself. Big Lincoln had a hand in building Big Lincoln? No, he died in the making of it, though. Big Lincoln? He had to die so that they could make it. Oh, well, right. I guess they wouldn't make it if he was still alive, you're right. George Washington died also before they made the Washington Monument. Yeah. Yeah, but from old age. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I guess it's fair. Yeah. Well, you really know. You really are. You know stories. You know stories. Um, you know, since the beginning of time. Go on. Stories have been our like that's what separated us from the other animals. You know, Story, like we all have stories. I thought it was tools. And thumbs. Uh, and stories. cooking. Have you ever seen an animal tell a story? Uh, Jimmy Cricket from uh, Pinocchio. What about when that dog barks and then they're like, Timmy's in the well? Lassie. 
Lassie, yes. I that story. What? So what about the story Lassie was telling about Timmy and Emma? Are you dumb? <laughs> I, have to ask, I have to ask him that all the time. Yes. Well, Cindy May. Cindy or Cindy May? Cindy May. Cindy May. Cindy Sherman. Cindy May Sherman. Please. Please. Cindy May Sherman, please. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Do you have anything else you want to uh, plug before you go about your career, about what you, what's going on in your life? Um, I'm going to cut out all the parts of this where you guys were talking and have it just be me, and then I'm going to send it to NPR. Okay. okay, that sounds good. Yeah, that's uh, fair. I won't, I'll, I won't thank you when I become famous. Uh, right before you go, I want to make one note. Uh, we've been doing this podcast for two, two and a half years. years. Uh, and <laughs> almost every time we record this podcast, Seth is yawning. I, we haven't recorded in I think I have, eight months. I think I have an anxiety thing where I just like yawn. Yeah, we haven't made this in eight months, and he just started yawning, so that's Sorry. how you know this is real. Guys. I yawn a lot, you know, yawning is just about a lack of oxygen in your lungs. This doesn't necessarily mean you're tired. Let's or give it up for Cindy May Sherman. Thank you. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to be speaking to an ent that goes by the name of Bushbrow. So stick around. Welcome back to the best turn out there live. Um, thanks for sticking with are. us. Yeah, sorry for that long break. Uh, we'd like to welcome our next guest, Bushbrow. Hello. Oh, hello. Do you go by Bush or Bushbrow or Brow or BB? Bushbrow the Ant. Bushbrow the Ent. Okay. Do you want to say the whole thing whenever we talk to you? Bushbrow the Ent. Okay. Is my full name. Okay. And I would appreciate it if you called me as such. Okay, okay we can do that. Bushbrow the Ent. Um, so the only thing that I know about Ents is <coughs> from watching the Lord of the Rings movies. <laughs> yeah. I've never read the books and I've never studied the lore. That was a brief ethnography into the end culture, but did not capture the full array of our practices and rituals. Please, explain it. Explain, uh, give us, give us a basic rundown of Ents as a, as a species and a culture for, not only for me and Noah, but for the audience. Ents populate the mystical woods of Aragorn. <laughs> there, we stand proud with arms and branches reaching towards the sky. Okay. And we, with trunks of solid wood, okay. we stand proud with arms and branches raised you to the sky. <laughs> well, that's an important little tidbit. Okay, so, um, what are you saying? Big old trees. I would prefer if you didn't use the word tree. It's considered to be a slur. We prefer Arbor American. Okay. <laughs> it's, I, I did not come this way to be oppressed by the white man. I'm so very sorry, Bush Bradley Ant. Um, I'm an ant. Isn't the name of one of the ants? 
in Lord of the Rings? Doesn't isn't his name Tree Face or something? It is our word to use as we please. Okay. 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 Um, might I also say, before we continue, that I have been a long-time listener of this podcast. Oh. Oh. And I okay. actually had never left the mystical forest of Algorn before. And I was not aware of you strange beasts. I assumed all to be Ents. You thought we were Ents on the podcast? I did. We Okay. I guess we really That's never fair. clarified that we weren't. We really did never say that we were even. So I guess that's on us. <laughs> I am the eldest ant in the mystical forest of Algorn. Wow. And there, we all have specific jobs to make our community thrive. Describe some. Please. Well... Brett, bu uh, beard brow. Bush brow. Bush brow the, the ant. Yes, go ahead. There is... Hedge toe, the banker. <laughs> With him we leave our treasures, that we might come get them later and spend them on many wares. Okay. What do you have to spend your treasures on, being a, an ent? Ents have needs and desires as much as any strange beast. I'm sure, but what specifically would you go yeah, out and borrow well, your treasures for? If he's a long-time listener of the podcast, he must have some sort of... I have of... to pay for internet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that checks out. That checks out. Yeah. So you guys... So it's just you and the baker? It's... No. No. What kind there of... are more of us. Is this like a... Is this a capitalist society? Is this like a... What is it? What kind of... What kind of political philosophy do you guys follow? Us. We and... Do not stoop to the political ideologies of 17th century thinkers. That's fair, yeah. <laughs> we are okay. a proud and ancient people from the Middle Earth. But like, what could it most closely resemble? Ah, like I said, I have, I just, barter? I've never left the forest. Do you barter your treasures There's for There's not wares? a lot of literature okay. present. How do you get your wares? So does everybody, does everybody get like paid for their jobs? Or... No. Okay. You have to find your own treasure? Ever? Yes. Where do you go looking? Do you trade in services? And then essential... Which question should I answer? Essential, <laughs> an essential power kind of controls all the goods? Yes, and, and I am the eldest ant. Okay. You are the eldest of the whole forest. And as such, it is my duty to control all... Okay, community so employees and punish them when they misbehave. Okay. It's like fascism? Uh, no, that's like communism. Communism? If, yeah, you know what communism is? Everybody owns everything. No. Okay. It's when uh, everyone owns everything. There's no. Uh, but it tends to fail when there's a like a leadership that uh, tries to oppress its people. I do not oppress my people. I punish them. When it is necessary. To be fair, he has been ruling. Have you been ruling the whole time? Mm, no. When did you become the eldest? My brother Treebeard, who was prominently featured in... No, excuse me. Yes, Treebeard was prominently uh, featured in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Oh, he's the one I was yes, trying to talk yes, about earlier. Yes. I called him Treebeard. Yeah, I murdered him. What? Oh. <laughs> and assumed control of the forest. Okay. How did so, tree murder a tree? 
Sorry, an end murder and end. Why if, Excuse me, sir. If that word is uh, uh, derogatory towards your people, why would your brother be named that? That was my question earlier. It is our word, word to oh, okay. use as we please. Okay, that's fair. Anyway, how did you kill him? I could demonstrate. Okay. Okay. Seth. Me? Would you come stand next to me? Okay. okay. I will show you. Describe what you're doing as you well, do. Well, first, you, I'm standing. you would take the limb. And rip it from the trunk. How ah, close, how close okay. were you to your brother? Like, like where were your roots? We shared the same roots. <laughs> oh, okay. That, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. And now they are all mine. So you, you rip the limb. Rip the limb. Then what? Okay. Rip the other limb. Two okay. limbs. Two limbs. And then you get a strong grasp of the penis. Okay. And tear it from the trunk. Oh, so you hence have pen penises? <laughs> yes. Okay, that's interesting. They Only, that. but they are used mainly for punishment reasons. Huh. We do not procreate. <laughs> so it is so like the appendix. But, but, humans. but humans don't use the appendix it's, as a way of punishing people. Well... What do you call appendicitis? Just your appendix failing. You would call that... God punishing you. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so it's just when you want to punish a fellow and you destroy their limbs and rip off their penis? Or are there other ways to use limbs and penises in punishment? We, we used to do controlled birds. That's awful. But it, they got out of hand on too many occasions. And the mystical forest of Alcorn was almost burned to the ground completely. Wow. That was a dark day for the Ents. <laughs> That's heavy. Well, we're glad you made it out of the forest to come on your favorite pod. Do you listen to other podcasts? Do you do anything else on the internet? No. <laughs> you this this, this <laughs> came on a recommendation. <laughs> From whom? Seth, <laughs> I forgot to say you visited me. You never told me that. Yes. yes. What'd you do? He came on a mystical adventure through the mystical forest of yeah, Algor. I, I was kind of sworn to see, to like, secrecy. Well, well cat's out of the bag. Yeah, because I did, I'm not supposed to uh, reveal the location of the forest. You don't have to tell us where it is. He was searching the obelisk. What were you looking for in the obelisk? You know, just, uh, And I... Helped him, yeah, and we became fast friends. Yeah, yeah, worked out pretty well. And did then you, he did you ever gone. find power? He left. Yeah, well, I told you I, I didn't just like leave. I told you I was leaving. I had to go. I had to go back here. I thought that what we had was more special. <laughs> yeah, but I guess I was sometimes. just I was just an object for you to use and throw away in your hunt for the mystical obelisk. Yeah. Did you ever find it? Almost. Then some Nazis stole it. Oh my god. <laughs> like Indiana Jones. Oh my god. It's exactly the same as Indiana Jones. Oh my god. Same this, that's incredible. Yep. Did they base it off you? Um, yes. Wow. They did. They, yeah. And Contact also me. me. Yeah. Did you not 
see me. I didn't see. I didn't see browbeat in the he credits. Bush brow. The end. I'm sorry. The eldest end in the mystical forest of Algorn. I had to. Punisher of the misbehaviors. Killer of Treebeard. I had to lie about the Ent's existence, so uh, really his character is a uh, is short round. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> you're short round. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's kind of like how Why? Seinfeld. It's like the opposite. Yes. George Costanza's Larry David. It's the same thing. Oh, it's like tall and short. Well, kind of. We have a very similar show to Seinfeld. Oh, you get cable. Yes. What's the show? It's called Entfeld. <laughs> does it star does it star one of the most famous stand-up comics named Entfeld? Yes. First name? Jerry. Jerry Okay. Uh, well, you know that every everybody that we have, every creature we have on the podcast uh, comes and pitches something. Uh, and you were no exception. I'm sure Seth told you while you were frolicking in the forest. Oh yeah, he listens to it. Uh, right. So, like, so... I liked Claire Untitled. That oh, was my that's from the pitch. early days. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That was from the pitch-up. Wow. What happened to that kid? Is he still alive? No, no he got was... hit by the TK. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Burn it, Brow. It gave me quite a laugh. Bush Brow. Bush Brow, the end. The end. Go ahead with your pitch, please. Eldest Ent in the mystical forest of Algorn. Punisher of the, I'm sorry, what did you say? Pitch. My pitch is as follows. I am the eldest Ent in the mystical forest, and my energy level is growing smaller and smaller every day. Every time I must murder one of my civilians for misbehaving, it takes a toll on me more than it ever has. And so, in order to calm my aching old soul and provide a solution to all the misbehavior in the Ent community, I propose the deforestation of the mystical forest of Algorn. So, oh my god. So, you would rather, instead of, instead of sometimes punishing other ends, you'd rather just kill your entire We, people. as a species, have grown useless. We sit in our corner of the mystical forest of Algorn and what else goes have on no the purpose. We listen to this podcast. There's like other, there's other creatures in the forest. No. Are there other creatures Every now and then, Seth comes through, but Seth was the first non-ent yeah, to ever enter the mystical forest of owls. So there's no like creatures living, no like, birds. like no owls with the little holes? No squirrels. They are, we, they are gone, we ate them. So what do you eat now? Each other. <laughs> Which is the main crime I punish. <laughs> For by killing cannibalism, <laughs> That's and awful. then those who cannibalize and thus are murdered by me are eaten by the rest. In a more, in that case, it is legal because they were criminals. Okay. So are you the fullest and the eldest? Yes, I'm the largest and the oldest. 
My bark is wound with stories from many generations. <laughs> My trunk is filled with the flesh of lesser ants. Wow, that's pretty, uh, that's heavy. We don't really have that kind of thing around here. Yeah. What do you eat? Just like, Just like food. veggies. Other animals. Yeah. Rice. Bread. Potatoes. You know, starches. Eggs. Wheats. This. Grains. Berries. Dairy. We shouldn't. But we do. <laughs> Oats. I shouldn't. That's <laughs> lactose intolerant. Do you have any intolerances? Hmm. Think about this one. Really ponder on it. I will have to think back. I have been alive for so many How old years. Are you? I do not believe in your concept of time. So, okay. anything that I say will. We'll probably have to cut him open and count his rings. Oh, you want to. Can we count your rings? Once we just deforest the whole thing. Whoa! I always leave a patch open. Too many to count. Yeah, I can't count that that high. If I had to take a guess, I would say... 7,000 of your years. Okay. Okay. That's pretty old. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. I was that's older than my dad. But a sapling! <laughs> Mine too. Yeah. It's older than our dads combined. And I... True. And us combined. True. Plus our dads. Yeah. Over six... Well, how many did I say? Seven. Seven thousand years. Okay. So you want to To this height. To be the greatest and biggest of the Ents in the mystical forest of Alborn. So, we... You want to destroy the whole forest. All your friends, all the cannibals and criminals. Everyone you've ever met, except me. Everyone you've ever loved, except me. And Seth. And me. You Breaking the heart of the eldest Ent is the most... Egregious crime. Would you eat Seth as a punishment? Like, yes. what, what's the punishment for someone? Yes. Like, what, kind, what are the different kinds of punishments? Just that one. Oh, you just eat? We just. <laughs> oh, and eat. rip the arm. Well, first. Yeah. Oh, but okay. you devour it after. Yes. Oh, I see. Okay, so I understand my punishment and I accept. I accept my punishment. Uh, now, can we just wait? I just want to get my degree first. Can I get my degree first? That depends. What is it in? It's a Bachelor of Science in Television Radio. It's pretty much this. <laughs> yeah, this, this can be accurate. This can accurately be if, if you promise to keep this podcast going, <laughs> I, will, I will not murder and eat you. It's pretty much up to the network at this point. Yeah, it's not really. Brind not really. Brindy Byrne. Yeah, Brindy Brind Payne. Payne. Brindy Payne. I was confusing her with the other network executive. She has also ambled through the mystical forest of how. Oh, we'll have to ask her about that. Yeah, Don't! She will deny it. <laughs> okay. okay, well, so so the end game is no more ends. Us, us, ends. We, ends, are a magical race. But what happens to you? What ha well, I will keep living. And be the only one. I will be the last of the ends. What happens when okay. you die? I will never die. Won't you get lonely? Plot twist. It's not that, it's not that much of a twist. You're already 7,000 years old. Yeah, we kind of assumed you would never die at this point. 7,000 is kind of like, you know. I will 
Plant my roots on your grave. You can plant them in my yard. Perish. You can plant them in my yard. Yeah, except that I have a backyard. You can plant your roots in. Are there any other trees back there? There's a couple you could eat. Really I'm not else. looking to eat. Mate? Okay, everyone give <laughs> it up for Bush Browning and. We will take another brief break. We knew that trees could fuck. And be right back <laughs> with uh, uh, two travel agents. Stick around. Welcome back to Just Throw It Out There. Uh, I'm Here Noah, still. I'm still sad. Um, <laughs> uh, well, that was interesting. I didn't know you ever went through the mythical forest. Yeah, it's like I told you, it's sworn, sworn, sworn to secrecy. What other secrets do you have for me? <laughs> a lady never tells. <laughs> well, let's welcome our next two guests, uh, two travel agents. From... Welcome. Hey! How's it going, everybody? Uh, sorry we didn't get two equal-sized chairs. <laughs> hey, I don't mind. <laughs> I'm in the big one for those of you at home. And I'm in the little one, but I'm in a big coat. You know why? You know why I need this big coat? Why you need us? Because I hail from the snowy Rochester, New York. Oh, okay. Uh, so when we booked you guys, we only knew that you were two travel agents. What are your names? I'm uh, Don Dugan. Uh, I, I grew up in Henrietta, but now I live in downtown. I, uh, in Rochester. And I am Stacy Fusillo, and I live in Victor. Okay. Victor, that's where the mall is, the big, the big pretty mall. <laughs> the fancy mall, East View oh, Mall. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> they got a Sephora in there and a bunch of other stuff. The marketplace has a place called Deb. What is it called? I know what Deb. I know what Deb. Deb? What is Deb? What do they sell? I thought like it was trashy a, homecoming dresses. I thought it was a I thought that was a catalog online only store. <laughs> Don't they have the Marketplace Mall? Okay. Right on Jeff Road. Was, okay. the, was the drive okay from Rochester down to yeah, the Oh, bad. Did you take 96 or 89? Oh. <laughs> I'm an 89 guy, person. Person. If you want a nice a scenic view, route. yeah, you gotta yeah. go 89. You got, hey, if you're not in a rush, take 89. Stop at McDonald's. Get yourself some pop. You know, it, take a breather. You know, you know, get off at exit 43, you could go through Waterloo. Oh, Waterloo. If you guys want to go to some great outlets, go to the oh, Waterloo. Yes. Outlet. Talk about shopping. Uh, so what are, you, what are your jobs? Uh, can well, I, what, do you, what do I call you, Donnie? You, I get You could call me Don, Donnie, I don't care. Okay. I mean, we're, okay. we're travel agents, like you said. But uh, in, in, in my spare time, I volunteer at the Strong National Museum of Play. Which is, uh, I don't know if this is true, but it, I'm going to say it's the world's largest toy museum. And it's in Rochester, New York. Wow. Sometimes they let me crash uh, in the basement. Um, it's a little creepy because they got a bunch of old toys in there, Barbies and Stacey, stuff. you ever go to the toy museum? Yeah, I actually had my first job at the, um, at the Wegmans exhibit in the Rochester Strong Museum. Um, um. It's basically a lot of miniature shopping carts, and you can go shopping um, and pretend that you work at Wegmans. It's for kids. It's for the kids. It's, you know, oh, it's for okay. the youngsters. It's, it's, um, you know, Rochester is the birthplace of Wegmans. Oh, don't I know it. That's kind of one of our claims to fame. 
<laughs> we got Wegmans, and we got Tate Diggs. <laughs> That's what Tate I always Diggs, say. Kodak. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Rest his soul. Rest his soul. Rest his right. soul. soul. Um, you got, I mean, you're from you're from upstate New York. So I'm not. Um, oh, yeah. What do you What do you know about Rochester, or think you know about Rochester, that you think you could get some clarity on? Um, I visited Rochester once. Uh, for my sister's college visit, she visited U of R, as they call it. I visited RIT when I was she wouldn't, there. She wouldn't stop calling it that. It's very annoying. Uh, oh, that is what we call it. So. I, yeah, I know, but you can just call it University of Rochester. I mean, U of R is this kind of thing. Short um, nickname. But uh, I was just curious, because I got family there. How is it? How, how is it, just generally? Well. How big? <laughs> yeah, what's the population? Well, Pretty big, right? I, I don't know. Over 200,000. Over, t definitely more than 200,000. And what I can tell you about the population is we do sport the highest murder rate per capita in New York <laughs> State. Woo! Really? Wow. That's yeah. incredible. I really thought that was Syracuse, but... Have you ever seen a murder? I bet that's Rochester. Uh, not personally, but uh, my dad said he heard a gunshot from his apartment once. Have you ever seen a murder? Uh, also not really, but my dad got mugged once in front of a Nick Tahoe's. Oh, Nick Tahoe's. <laughs> you gotta go to Nick Tahoe's. What is, what is Nick that? Tahoe's. Okay, Nick, uh, don't even get us started on Nick oh, Tahoe's. Oh god, well, for, before we tell them about Nick Tahoe's. <laughs> well, yeah, we gotta talk about why we go to Nick Tahoe's. You know what you get in Nick Tahoe's? What? Before uh, you get mugged, you get... A trash plate! A garbage plate, a trash plate, a rubbish plate, whatever you want to call it, it's delicious. It's probably our most famous claim to fame, I would say. Yeah, I would say right in front of the white hot dog. Oh, God. What is that? White hots. Oh. You guys ever get any white hots? You guys have never had a white hot? Are you pulling up a picture of white hot dogs? Here's a white hot. Let me just explain to you what a white hot is. It's composed of a combination of uncured and unsmoked pork, beef, and veal. The lack of smoking or curing allows the meat to retain a natural white color. So it's like a sausage. It's like a white, it's like a white gray sausage. Well, it's a hot dog. It's a hot. It's a white hot. It's a white, it's a white hot, it's a Rochester hot. Okay. That's fair. Do you guys have families? Yeah. Yeah. What are well, they? we both have dads, <laughs> like we said. We're not just both orphans. I, right. No, like, what do you think the probability of them Wife, husband, kids. I don't know. People are Whoa. orphans. Do you guys know any Whoa. orphans? Well, no, but I, I assume there's a few orphans. I think Rochester. being an orphan is like when Selena went to jail and Barnes had to become the Barnes firm. Oh, yeah. That's oh, like what God. being an orphan feels like. I can't imagine what that felt like. You guys know Selena and Barnes? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Selena and Barnes. You know, I thought they were local, but I think they're just regional. I think they're western, upstate. These guys are lawyers. They're top-notch lawyers. And what happened was, they're, they've always been Selena and Barnes, attorney at law. And one day... <laughs> You turn on, you turn on the tube, right? And, and, and thirteen wham news. Thirteen wham news. You go to the commercial break. All you see is Barnes there. Like, what happened to Selena? <laughs> Selena went to jail. Oh he got God. locked up. What did Selena do? I think it was fraud or something. I don't know. I just the look on, like it was like a look of despair in Barnes' eyes. You know. You know, it could have been 
It could have been blasphemy against the trash plate. It could have been. That's there is a libel law against that. I didn't know really. In why? register. Why? What? What? Is, what, what, is, what could you what be libel is to? a garbage plate committing? What? <laughs> you guys are talking at the same time. I can't. I can't understand. He's he made a dumb joke, but my question. No, mine's real. <laughs> if you were to slander or libel a garbage plate, what could you be sentenced? To? What, what would your punishment be? Well, jail. Uh, <laughs> For how long? Uh, you mean four months? Four months? Four or five Are months? Are you guessing, or do you know? Well, that's about how long Selena was off the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It also depends on where you're getting the garbage plate. I mean, if you're slandering a Nick Dabo's garbage yeah, plate. Yeah, you can't talk smack around Nick Dabo. You want to talk smack about Henrietta Hotz? <laughs> yeah, nobody's gonna give a nobody's gonna give a darn about that. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we're at that time where we want to hear what you brought to pitch. Well, uh, as two travel agents from Rochester. Right. 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 Lay, lay, lay it all out for us. So. We haven't had a lot of customers recently. Yeah, we, we, we don't understand why Rochester is not a hub of tourism. And you know, we know that you guys have smart fans. We know you have smart, smart listeners who, who know a good city when they hear about one. And so, I, I, I mean, I don't know, we're, we're assuming this is going to be a very popular segment. And we'd like to become a permanent member of the Just Throwing It Out There family. You guys came at a bad time. Yeah. We're up for uh, cancellation. Yeah. Oh, well, we can save you with our segment that we will co-host. Yeah, you know how many downloads this is going to get? Because this is going to get a crap ton of downloads. <laughs> okay, okay. Ready? Ready for this? Catchy yeah. title and all? You want to tell us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking Ratch. <laughs> Talking Ratch. Ratcha <laughs> cha. So would we would we would we throw would we like start the podcast, do our whole thing, and then throw it to you and you guys would just take it off yourselves? Or would you guys would be a separate show well, on our network? Oh, would, would you be a separate show on our podcast network? Well we you know we could expand from there, but we know you guys like to take breaks, you're a little bit lazy, and uh, we uh, we, we <laughs> thought we could do a little segment in the middle, give you a nice long break, go out, have a cigarette, whatever you want to do. And then you come back. We have plenty of material left, too. Oh so, my god, we haven't even brought up the fact that Kristen Wiig is from Brighton, she's which from is a Brighton. suburb of Rochester. Yeah, yeah. And also, <laughs> our very talented minor league baseball team, the Rochester Red Wings. Don't forget about the soccer team, the Rhinos. Oh, the Rhinos. So, so let's imagine that you guys have your own podcast, you're on the podcast network that we belong to. Right. Uh, could you give us like a sample of how your show would start and like get into it for a couple minutes? Yeah, give us a little bit. So, well, so we do, we'll do the theme song and then you start doing the podcast. So you're gonna come up with our theme song? Yeah, yeah just like us. hypothetically. Yeah. Unless you got one already. Do you have one? If you have one, please let's hear it. Mm. I'd say you guys go ahead. You got, well, let's see what you got. And okay. then we'll show you if we think there's something better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Ready? <laughs> You start. Rochester. 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 Listen to us, we're talking. Rochester. What'd you think of that? <laughs> I've heard better. Yeah, four out of ten. Okay. You know, you didn't say the title right. No one's gonna listen to Talking Rochester. They wanna listen to Talking Rach. Now listen, listen to this one. Listen to this one. Listen to this one. Okay, Stacy, drop a beat, okay? <laughs> 
Network show. Today we are going to be talking about Abby Wambach. Woo! Controversial <laughs> Rochester figure these days. Controversial Rochesterian Abby Wambach, as you may have known, Olympic soccer player, one of the best kickers of the balls in the world. And everything seemed to be going just fine until Miss Wambach. Until Miss Wambach one day decided to make the decision that would change her career forever. Abby Wambach got behind a wheel. She got behind not just any wheel, a steering wheel. And not just any steering wheel, the steering wheel of a vehicle. And she was plastered. She was smashed. I didn't know that was happening. Uh, you guys already got us hope. This is incredible. She was kicked out of soccer. And then she married a Christian blogger. Did she? She did. Well, who's that guy? It's not a guy. <laughs> Twist. Rochester, home of progressiveness. Wow. Susan B. Anthony, Frederick Douglass. Hey, seriously, the city hasn't been the same since Susan B. died. I'll tell you that. Well, that was great. I think we could. If yeah, we could definitely. We, we have a little talk bit to of pain for us. Yeah, we can talk to. Uh, we'll talk to the pain. Pretty pain, and see what we can do. Well, we appreciate that. Yeah, well, we can bring you the the Rochester crowd and the lovers of Rochester crowd, which is even bigger because it's everyone else in the entire world. Great. Okay. Well, thank you, uh, Don and Stacy uh, from Rochester, two travel agents. Everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and before, before we, we end our podcast today, we do want to check back in with our network executives. Just see how we did. See if we can stay on the air. See if we really. This, this won't. This part. We, this part's not going to go to air. You guys are the studio audience. You're just. Yeah. This is just a little extra for coming. So up. let's welcome back Brind Brindy Payne. We'll go to the network I got good news. You canceled. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. We didn't sex it up enough? We didn't no sex. You had a tree. The tree talked about you fucking. Had... No, the tree talked about using penises not for fucking, only for punishment. It was the opposite of sex. It was the, the penises off. That's true. That is the opposite uh, of sex. You got tree. You got a girl like from a papery. I guess she's not actually from NPR. I never heard even it. heard the word papery before today. <laughs> wow. We're, and, uh, we're a bit I, uh, we had a, well actually we picked up Talkin' Rosh for its first season. Wow, already? Um, Congratulations to Don and Stacy. Great job, Don, Don, Don and Stacy. Uh, but, uh, no, you guys are done. Welcome. We had a good run. You guys, run. uh, your ratings didn't go up, 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 so you went down, down, down. No loyalty after 20 years. <laughs> 20, 20 years long years for me. Bryn? 
the pain. So, so what's next for the network? I mean, you got Talkin' Raj. We got Talkin' Raj. Uh, we got uh, just Justin throwing it out there, which uh, <laughs> we are starting together. Uh, we got Traitor. We got uh, we got uh, we got Bang. What's that one? Oh, it's uh, gonna be a musical podcast about shootings. <laughs> really? You picked that one up, but you're dropping just the right They, they okay. don't call me Bryn DePayne for nothing. You think Bang is gonna have a wider audience than just throwing it out there? I genuinely yeah, do believe <laughs> it will have a bigger audience than just throwing it out there. That's probably true. That's probably it's fair. definitely fair. <laughs> Uh, anything else you want to tell us about what's going on in your life? Uh, yeah, uh, got a dog. What's the dog's name? Uh, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we appreciate you you coming down all the way to the to our live app. Yeah, uh, normally you just send a representative, but uh, this really means a lot. It's it's the yeah. human touch that that makes well, us we, feel better about being canceled. We really knew it was gonna be canceled, so we thought we'd okay. just send down the big wigs. You just me. Uh, so I could just get it out You're there. You're just humoring just us. Throw it out there. Oh, if you will. she said it. No. She said it for the last time. You're done. Well, uh, thank you all for coming, and thanks everybody for listening. This is, uh, I guess, this is the last ep. For Signing Brindy. off. And definitely. I'll let you guys have your moment. Thanks, thanks, Brittany. Goodbye. Uh, uh, so you thought her name was Brittany. Brindy. Oh, I thought her name it's was Bryn. B O Y N N. Yeah. Space. Oh, I was confusing the first syllable of her last name as the last syllable of her first name. Yeah, I know. I do that all the time. Yeah, I know. Sets T. Yeah. Um, so, thanks everyone for coming out. Uh, we appreciate it. We appreciate all the listens all over the years. Uh-huh. Uh, you can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, and uh, we're gonna die. Yeah, well, I am. <laughs> as, far, as far as the airways are concerned, we're both dead. Oh, I'm going to physically die. <laughs> Uh, good night, everybody. Thank you. Goodbye. Finished Basement Production. Theme song by Evan Montgomery. Executive producers Noah Levin and Seth Kimo. 